Good morning. You are listening to River City Revival. This is Reverend Liz Jackson. And today's topic is going to be the true word of Yahuwah, the breakdown of what Psalm 23 really means. As always, in the description box of this podcast, you will be able to find a link to the Lion's Tears website ministry. If you are new to the podcast, the Lion's Tears means living in oppressed nations, truth, attitude, reality, education, and society. I ask you to please excuse my voice as I have a small cold, so please bear with me. What does Psalm 23 really say? You will soon find out that Psalm 23 is not a psalm that should be read at funerals ever. It should be celebrated with life and with love. Psalm 23 is really a poem about liberation. It is a psalm about being set free. It is a psalm about when we turn to the Most High and let Him guide us. We don't have to fear anymore. So Psalm 23 in the King James Version reads, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anoints my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So we're going to take this verse by verse. So Psalm 23 verse 1 states, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is Hebrew word H3068 and means Yahuwah, Yehovah, Jehovah, however you grew up pronouncing it. Um, It means the self-existent or eternal God, the Lord God Almighty, Yahuwah, the Most High, whenever you read my post or hear me talk, Abba, Yah, and that is straight from Psalm 68, verse 4, and we'll talk about that later. And is my shepherd, is Hebrew word H7462, and that means to generally rule, to associate with, to keep companion or company with. Um, It's an intransitive word. So God told me to tell you what the meaning of intransitively means. Um, An intransitive verb is not used as a direct object. 
If something comes after an intransitive verb that is in the position usually inhabited by the direct object, it doesn't answer what or whom. Instead, it answers the question like where, when, how, or how long. So the question now is, how long will Abba Yah be your shepherd? When does he need to guide you? And how does he need to guide you? Sometimes guidance can seem as though we are being punished. In that case, you need to ask yourself if Abba Yahuwah is pointing out something that needs to change so you can grow in him as his will or if you are growing on your own accord and hindering your walk. What does a transitive verb do? A transitive verb is a verb that requires a direct action or object, which is a noun, pronoun, or noun phrase that follows the verb and completes the sentence meaning by indicating the person or thing that receives the action of the verb. The direct object typically answers the question, what or whom. So now we can safely say that Yahuwah feeds us as a ruler. He associates with us. He eats with us. He casts out all evil. He does this by shearing us from harmful people or places or even things. I shall not want is Hebrew word H2637 and it means to lack by implication to fail, want, lessen, be abated. So my question to you now is what does abated mean? And it means of something perceived as hostile, threatening, or negative, become less intense or widespread, cause to become smaller or less intense. So we can safely say Yahuwah will not cause us to fail, to be lessened or lack. For Yahuwah is not something or someone who is perceived as evil to his flock of people. Psalm 23 verse 2 states, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He maketh me to lie down is Hebrew word H7257. It's a primitive word to crouch on all four legs um, like a recumbent animal. By implication to recline, repose, brood, lurk, and bed. So what does recumbent mean? It means learning, resting, comfortably laying down, taking a break, a pause, and again, learning. What does repose mean? Repose is a state of resting after exertion or strain, especially rest and sleep, eternal or heavenly rest. Um, a place of rest, peace, and tranquility. In green is Hebrew word H2538. 
1877, which means a sprout. By analogy, grass, herb. So what is a sprout? A sprout is to begin to grow, shoot forth as a plant from a seed, um, to put forth buds or shoots, to develop or grow quickly. So it's safe to say Abba Yahuwah makes us lie down and rest to develop and grow. Getting the word of life fed into us so we are not fully regenerated for the day ahead of us. We need to be in the word of God every day, whether or not that's reading the Bible verse a day or you know, whatever God says, if he says Psalm 91 and it's an immediate, you hear his voice, read Psalm 91. If he's telling you to seek out the meaning of certain things, then do that because he's trying to teach you so much and so many times we ignore that calm, still voice trying to give us guidance because our minds aren't in tune with the Most High. And that is honestly what this mystery is about. Reprogramming the dysfunction and the way society has told us to be with the truth and education and reality, focusing on our attitudes, because everything in the Bible talks about being one mind with God. And we can't do that if we don't take our rest, if we don't allow Him to work in our lives so that we can grow a deeper, meaningful relationship with Him. The word pastures in verse 2, is Hebrew word H4999, which means home, habitation. Leadeth is Hebrew word H5095, means to run with a sparkle. And I like that because that's awesome. He tells us that we are the light and we should be happy about being his children. We should not be sad and miserable. We should all the time radiate some God out into the world. I know when people see me, they either flock to me or they run away. And I don't do anything but my presence. And then when I do speak, it's either, again, they want to have a deep conversation or they want to flee. And, you know, I like sparkling for God. I love sparkling for God. The most thrilling experience for me is when he has me do these studies because... I feel rejuvenated and restored and humble. And that in itself is a feeling, unless you felt it, that I can't put words to. So, waters in. Oh, let's back up. I'm sorry. 
um, in verse 2, me beside the still is Hebrew word H4496, which means repose peacefully, console, consolation, comfort, quiet. Um, waters means water, marine, um, And that's what waters mean. The Lord God waters us with his word. He waters us with his never-ending love and support. He is there. He is the tiller of the ground. He is the gardener. He is the pruner. He is everything. Psalm 23 verse 3 states, He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So, he restores is Hebrew word H7725. And that means that the main thing is to turn back. Meaning, he turns you back from darkness to his unglorifiable light like we cannot give him enough glory for what he has done for us there is no amount of praise and worship that can ever be enough because because whenever you are transformed from the darkness into the light and you are able to see things in a different perspective there is no amount of praise and worship that you can do to even fulfill what God has done for you by transforming you and turning you back into the being he first created you to be. That is why we are to continually praise and worship him. Morning, noon, and night, your actions, your thoughts, your mind needs to be set on God. My soul means a breathing creature. And we covered that in what does life mean? He leadeth me is Hebrew word H5148. And that means to guide. Me in the past is Hebrew word H4570. And that means a track, also a rampart, a path, a trench. Um, so the question now is, what is a rampart? And that's a defensive wall of a castle or walled city having a broad top with a walkway and typically a stone parapet. Um, it's a fortify or surround with or as if a rampart um, that's just a broad definition. 
It is not rare for Abba to place a hedge around us if we allow him to do so. The circular aura around us identifies who is our protection. And I am not going to go into auras because I know some of you are really new. Um, but whenever you see with your spiritual eyes, you can see people radiate. And that is your aura. And we will discuss more about that in a later podcast. Of righteousness is Hebrew word H6664. And it means the right, natural, moral, or legal. Also, abstractly, equity, or figuratively, prosperity. Um, For his names is Hebrew word H834. And that means by implication, honor, authority, and character. Sake is undefined, and I don't know why. I didn't write the Hebrew. Um, Psalm 23 verse 4 states, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Yea, though I walk, is Hebrew word H, 32.12, and it means to walk, to bear. Through the valley means by transmutation from the same rune as H1466, a gorge, um, narrow but not a gully, or a winter torrent, a valley. So, my question to you now is, what does transmutation mean? But I do want to back up because through the valley is H1516, and it comes from the same root as H1566, which means exaltation or arrogance and lifting up in pride. And that's why the Bible talks so much about exalting yourself because one, that's a form of idolatry. Two, being arrogant. When we're arrogant, we don't have respect for God, ourselves, or other people. And when we are prideful, the root of evil is pride because if you remember Satan said I will I will ascend above the clouds I will ascend to the throne I will I will I will that is pride so the valley that the Lord God is talking about is pride and arrogance so let's look at that what does transmutation mean The act of changing or the state of being changed into another form. The changing of one element into another by radioactive decay, nuclear bombardment, or similar processes. In biology, the conversion or transformation of one species to another. 
So through the valley of arrogance, pride, exaltation, the Lord God comes and transforms us. So it is safe to say that through transformation from ignorance and truth, light and knowledge of the word of God, we can build a relationship with him and we can become new and made whole. We are a new creation. The Bible states that whenever the Lord God comes into us, we are a new creation. The valley of pride, arrogance, ignorance, fill in the blank, disappears. Of the shadow of death is Hebrew word H6757. And that means the grave, figuratively, calamity. We're going to look at the biblical outline of usage for Hebrew H6757. Seven five seven. It means death, shadow, deep shadow, deep darkness, shadow of death. But we're going to look at this main part: death, shadow of distress, extreme danger. Whenever we are prideful, arrogant, away from the Lord God, we are in extreme danger. He doesn't call us out of the darkness into the light for a reason. The darkness is dangerous for us. The darkness is where our soul dies. Without the Spirit of God living within you, our soul is condemned to the abyss, to the darkness, and to the death. Let's keep going. I will not fear means morally to reserve. No evil is H7451 and that means the adversary, affliction, calamity, displeasure, distress, anything evil, mischief, naughtiness, sorrow, trouble, wickedness, wretchedness. For thou art with me, the rod, is Hebrew H7626, and it means branch, a scion, a stick. So my question to you now is, what is a scion? A scion is a young shoot or twig of a plant, especially one cut for grafting or rooting. It's a descendant of a notable family. So it is safe to say that we who are in Abba Yahuwah are a descendant of his family once we are transmuted from our old selves and place all our trust in the Lord God Almighty. For whenever we are changed the Bible says he grafts us in. He is the tree of life. He is the vine and we are the branch. He is the vine dresser and we are the saplings. He prunes us in order to grow. Psalm 23 is not about death at a funeral. 
It is about death of the old self rising because the Lord is our shepherd and he makes a way when we don't see one. But let's continue. And thy staff, H 4938, means support. Thy comfort means breathe strongly, to be sorry, to pity or console. And the word me in verse 4 is undefined. Psalm 23 verse 5. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Oh, hallelujah, yes. Thou preparest is Hebrew word H6186. And it is a primitive word to set in a row, arrange, put into order. So let's continue. A table is Hebrew word H7979 and it's spread out as a table, a meal. It is derived from Hebrew word H7971, which, which means anything wise, appointed, or bring to. Before means Hebrew word 6440. Um, and it means the face that turns. So before is the face. Me in the presence of my enemies is Hebrew word H6, or excuse me, is Hebrew word H6887, and it means to besiege and bind. So let's backtrack this. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. What the Lord God is doing is putting things in order in the front and forefront of your enemies. Your enemies don't want to see you doing good. Your enemies don't want to see you praising God. Your enemies don't want to see you changing from that valley of death into the luxurious light of the Lord. They don't want to see you being happy and joyous all the time, even whenever turmoil and tribulation and, you know, your testimonies and your being refined occur. Your enemies don't want to see you prosper. They don't want to see you praising the Lord every day of your life. Your enemies don't want you happy. But the Lord God says, I prepared a table for you. I will bind up your enemies and I will let you watch me do it. That's what it means. Me in front of the presence of my enemies. He is going to bind them in front of you. Thou anoints is Hebrew word 1878. And it means specifically to anoint, to satisfy, and to remove. 
to take away my head with oil or really let me back up my head is hebrew word h7218 which means to shake to shake the head lord god is shaking us he shakes us awake and we choose whether or not to be shaken. with oil is hebrew word h8081 and that means especially liquid usually from olive um but it is derived from hebrew word 8080 which means shaman and it means to shine a shaman is someone who shines for the lord god my cup is hebrew word h 3563 um, and it means to hold together runneth over is Hebrew word H7310 and that means satisfaction run over to be wealthy it derives from Hebrew word H7301 and it means to slake the thirst so what does slake mean it means to quench or to satisfy one's thirst so it's safe to say after reading Psalm 23 verse 5 that Abba Yehuah prepares us to receive our meal which is the true word of God for he sets us straight to receive truth and knowledge even when we are faced with the enemy's snares and traps he provides all our needs and he holds us together when we may not see a way out everything is prepared for us before the enemy and it is up to us to cling to God to let him work on us and that is the most glorious message that anyone can receive because he wants you you have got to let him work on you Psalm 23 6 Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely goodness is Hebrew word H2896, and it means good in the widest sense, um, used likewise as a noun, both in the masculine, good, a good thing, um, a good woman, something beautiful, bountiful, cheerful, and mercy is hebrew word h2617 and that means favor again kindness mercy pity it stems from hebrew word h2616 which means to be reproved to show self merciful so we also have to show mercy and kindness 
to others because the Lord God is kind to us. There are so many things in our lives that we have done that he could just easily say, I forget you and move on. But he don't. The word shall follow is Hebrew word H7291. Um, and that means to chase, to put, to flight, to follow. Me all the days is Hebrew word H3117. And it means um, from sunrise to sunset or from one sunset to the next. Um, it just means a day. It can also mean a day in trouble. That's important to understand too. Um, of my life is Hebrew word H2416. And that means a fresh plant. And that means living, age, alive, appetite. But the Bible talks to us as if we're plants. Because we are. When we are rooted in the Lord, we have deep roots of His Word, knowledge, understanding, the way He has worked in our lives. Whether we are Gentile or actual descendants, which we all are, and I won't touch on that. Um, it's all about the corrupted genes and everything like that. Again, we'll talk about that at a different time. But whether or not we come from not knowing God, also called a Gentile, we are grafted in into his kingdom. Once he reconciles and saves us. And I will dwell is Hebrew word H3427 means to dwell and to remain. And the house means a house or court of the Lord. Again, we see Hebrew word H20 or 3068. Sorry. Which means the self-existent or eternal Yahuwah, the Lord God Almighty. Forever means forever. Eternity. So it's safe to say that goodness and our mercy to Yahuwah's will shall follow us all the days as long as we turn and bow, praise, and worship Him all the days of our lives. Only with obedience shall we forever remain in the Lord God's family. There are many instances in the Bible where people have turned away from God. My most amazing witness to that is King Solomon, and I tend to use him a lot, only because the Lord God manifested King Solomon twice. He came to King Solomon twice. King Solomon saw God and he still let his wives and concubines and whores and prostitutes and whoever the heck else he was having sex with lead him away from God. And that's not what I want for myself, for my children or for anybody listening to this message. 
because God will come and take away and destroy your life whether you have every knowledge that God has upon everything little knowledge and none at all we cannot be like King Solomon we have to come back and let God restore us and lead us and make a way before our enemies Psalm 23 is not for funerals it's a liberation psalm it is a liberation poem that you need to keep in your artillery though I walk through the valley of pride and deceit and hatred and whatever you fill in the blank my God is right there with me he makes my path straight in front of my enemies and he gives me everything that my heart desires according to his will to fulfill his purpose in the presence of your enemies while they stand in there watching you you may be down and out and praising God and he's right there with you and they won't even understand why you are so focused and you have given everything to God and you're still walking with a smile on your face this is a liberation hymn a poem a psalm do not confine it to a funeral any longer whenever you read this read this with joy with leaping mind body and soul for the Lord God is with you all the days of your life he tells you to rest when you need rest he guides you into the truth in which you need guidance he still guides me there's so many things I don't know and I am so thankful that he is still working on me but I tell you what it took me a while to get to the position and the mind frame that I'm at but that's why he had me study psychology so I could understand the way our brains work our chemicals on a chemical level that's why it's important to eat healthy to maintain a healthy lifestyle and to watch what we put into our temple our body is the temple of God the way it works is our outer body is the temple our inner body is where our spirit dwells our is where our soul dwells I apologize and our holies of holies is where the Lord God lives inside of us but it is at that last death that the Lord God says no more and either saves our spirit and soul or condemns us to eternal death. There is no such thing as hell. Hell is here on earth. Why do you think it's so hard? But the last and final death is the last and final time that God says I gave you a chance and you won or I gave you a chance and now your soul is no longer profitable in my kingdom 
And that is it. The end. Norm, no more soul. No more soul coming back. No more you. No more nothing. That's it. So whenever you go out today, keep Psalm 23 on your heart. Though you walk through the valley of deceit and darkness and disgust, the Lord is with you and always will be. As always, it's never goodbye. It's I'll see you later.